0: Hello and welcome to our webinar on why an Indonesian tech unicorn is coming to Australia. I'm Helen Brown, your host for this event and it's lovely to have you with us. I acknowledge the Traditional Owners, the Kulin Nations of the land on which the Centre's office is located and the City of Melbourne from where I am hosting today's webinar. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and future. Now, we've got a fantastic panel to talk to today, as you know. But to open this event, I would like to welcome George Iwan Marantika, President of the Indonesia-Australia Business Council, a well-known friend to Australia, and he's going to now formally open this event for us. Terima kasih, Silakan.
1: Terima kasih, Ibu Helen Brown. Thank you, uh, Ibu Helen. A good friend of Indonesia, and you have always promoted Indonesia and Australia. So thank you for uh, for moderating this event uh, as the head of communications and outreach of the Australian Indonesian Center. I would like to uh, first of all uh, thank uh, the organizers of this event, which, on behalf of IABC, uh, are collaborating with, and that is the Victoria Government and tra- for the tra- Office of Trade and Investment. The Commissioner Ibu Rebecca Hall, who is uh, also the head of VGTI, but also in, in IABC on our board of advisors in IABC. So I want to thank the Victorian government. And also I want to thank AIC, uh, which obviously uh, is uh, an organization that has promoted and advocated Indonesian and Australian collaboration, especially in higher education and research. And I was grateful to partake in its initial establishment way back many, many years ago with Professor Abid Khan and Eugene Sebastian. And uh, now I'm very happy to see AIC play this significant role of promoting and advocating collaborations between Indonesia and Australia, especially in the higher education and in the research sector. And applied research and innovation is what we're gonna be talking about today. And I would also wanna thank uh, Bukalapak, Bukalapak, the famous unicorn Bukalapak, uh, which uh, obviously is a leading unicorn in Indonesia. And uh, I'd like to thank uh, Wilix Halim, the CEO, who will be partaking as a panelist today. And uh, obviously, Wilix is, uh, from what I've been informed, is a alumni of Victoria or Victorian University. And so I think this is a great match and a great fit Uh, in terms of the topic that we are going to be talking today. Uh, So I also want to thank uh, the panelists, Ibu Rebecca Hall again, the Commissioner for VGTI for the Victorian Government, Uh, Kendall Draper, the Global Talent Officer of Southeast Asia, Australian Department of Home Affairs, and again, Pak Wilix Halim from Bukalapak, and Dr. Eugene Sebastian, who will be providing the closing remarks as the Executive Director of the Australian Indonesian Centre. The topic that we're discussing today is a very significant topic and a crucial topic in terms of the milestone that it presents within the Indonesian-Australian Comprehensive Economic Partnership Agreement. And that is why an Indonesian tech unicorn is coming to Australia. And the way that we observe this is that this is the convergence. This is the part of the convergence of the Indonesian-Australian landscape that is a critical part of taking the collaboration between Indonesia and Australia in terms of a comprehensive economic partnership agreement into the next level. So beyond the traditional trade of, of, of the two countries, we are taking it to the next level in which it is human capital development. And this is what has been envisioned by the business partnership group or the BPG, which consists of IABC, AIBC, uh, our, our sister organization in, in Australia, the Indonesian Chamber of Commerce and Industry or called Kadin here in Indonesia, uh, within our sister organization and ACCI and also the uh, Australian in, uh, Industrial Group and here APINDO. This business partnership group had envisioned in, in terms of the IAC for many, many years ago and recommendation to the governments of Indonesia and Australia, an ecosystem approach towards the knowledge and digital economy and if uh, Steve, thank you again for, for, for handling all the technology here. If you could uh, uh, put it to, the, uh, to the surface of the slide here. Yes, thank you. So this is the ecosystem that we had envisioned many, many years ago uh, in terms of the IACPA, how centers of excellence, innovation centers in Indonesia and Australia through research and innovation and incubation could work together, working with industries in Indonesia and Australia, in this case, an industry in the digital economy, such as Bukalapak. And therefore, achieving together opportunities in both markets, in Indonesia and Australia, but also the global market. So this is a very significant milestone of evidence, evidence, the, the establishment of the Bukalapak Technology Hub in Melbourne, uh, working with the Victorian government and thank, I think again, the Victorian government in this respect, This is a significant milestone in the IA as evidence and proof that the IA is working, it's doable, and it will take to the next level the Indonesian and Australian economic partnership and relationship. And so therefore, I salute uh, this this, uh, webinar today. And I wanna thank the panelists again who are involved in this webinar, uh, Ibu Rebecca Hall from the Victorian government, Bapak Wilix Hallin, the CEO of Bukalapak, Kendall Draper, the Global Talent Officer of the Australian Department of Home Affairs, and also Dr. Eugene Sebastian from AIC and Ibu Helen Brown, who will be moderating this. As in the wise words of the great Australian rock band, ACDC, again, on behalf of IABC, we salute you, the panelists, and have a good webinar. And let's make IACP happen. Uh, through this process of converging the knowledge and digital economy of Indonesia and Australia. Thank you. I give the Zoom floor back to you, Ibu, Ibu Helen Brown.
0: Thank you, Pat George. And I never knew you were an ACDC fan, so that's something else to... Uh to put next to your name thank you very much for your kind remarks today great to have you with us that is of course you, george iwan marindika the president of the indonesia australia business council has now formally opened this event and thank you for taking the time to join us i know that everyone is busy and we Appreciate having you with us today. It's going to be special. When you think of a tech unicorn, the mind often turns to Silicon Valley in the United States, for instance, China, or perhaps even Scandinavia. Many people are not aware that some of the biggest trends when it comes to innovative product development and scale are happening right on Australia's doorstep in Southeast Asia, in Indonesia. When it comes to technology, they have seen it, they are testing it, and they are trying new things in this country. It's super dynamic. And to do this, they are also on a very competitive hunt for new talent, new ideas, and people with skills who are willing to push that envelope and help build in a highly competitive marketplace. Now, Up is obviously one of these. Initially set up to help Indonesian MSMEs grow their businesses using the power of technology, Bukalapak now has more than 100 million registered users, 10.4 million users of Mitra Bukalapak, which is an online to offline business helping warungs or small shops to offer virtual products to customers who aren't connected to the internet. There you go. And 6.7 million online sellers. numbers would make the eyes water of uh, many a person in business. And that's why we're absolutely delighted to be bringing you this discussion today in partnership with BGTI, IABC and Bukalapak because the Centre's mission, the Australia Indonesia Centre's mission is to build the links between the two countries and bring together these ideas with researchers, industry, civil society and government. So with that all said, you probably have a few questions of your own and you will be able to ask them a little bit later on. We've just turned the function off for the time being. We'll let you know when you can put some questions to the panellists though. And thanks to those who have already sent through any questions through our earlier communication. So let's meet our guests for today. And firstly, I'd like to introduce mister willix Willicks-Hulling, the CEO, the newly crowned Chief Executive Officer of Bukalapa. Hello, Willex. lovely to have you with us.
2: Thanks for having me, Alan. Uh, Thank you.
0: And Ms Rebecca Hall, the Commissioner for Victoria to Southeast Asia for the Victorian Government, Uh, someone who we know well here at the Centre. Rebecca, thank you so much for your time today. Good morning. Good morning, Willex. Good morning, and we've got people all over Asia. I won't reveal your locations, but uh, let's say it's fabulous to have a truly Asian event um, today. Now, but, Willix, when I heard about Bookalapak's move, there was part of me that was excited, but also not really that surprised. You know, you and I have had conversations in the past about talent about how do we train people about getting that skill set into Indonesia. Um, And congratulations, by the way, on your appointment. That's a great achievement. Now that you are CEO, what what do you hope to do with this tech hub that you're going to create in Melbourne, this research and development tech hub?
2: Yeah, um, for some Thanks for having me in this uh, forum. I, I, you know, I met Rebecca I think three weeks ago in Singapore as well. So that was a very good conversation. Um, I think from 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 my side, uh, from our side, you know, obviously, uh, you know, the the pandemic has you know has kind of made us realize that um, you know there are other avenues to get talents, uh, you know, by remote working and whatnot, uh, and 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 you know. And, as bad as the pandemic is, I think what, what also made us realize is that, you know, the new type of working, uh, which is, you know, now everyone at Bukat is now working from home, although we are still figuring out whether they should come back to the office, uh, maybe two days a week uh, just to have meetings and then work at home after that. Um, and, and I think one of the things that we realized as well as a result of that was that we can actually look at talent elsewhere while, you know, while he's obviously Obvious that our headquarters will always be in Indonesia, and majority of our talents will always be in Indonesia. It also made us realize that you know we could actually look at talent elsewhere. Uh, and 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 for the last two years, we have been, I guess, investing a lot in, in looking at talents elsewhere. Uh, you know, and and one of the one of the key countries that we look at is is Australia, uh, and and um, and and Melbourne in particular, because again. Uh, in my opinion you know there are a lot of good talents out there in in, in Australia or in Melbourne uh, you know and 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 a lot of the things that that the, the government of Victoria has done as well to support that you know and I've been in in that situation uh, you know, looking at, at a lot of the support that the government of Victoria have uh, to us as well kind of made us realize that you know this is the right path to kind of get your talents uh, your overseas talent uh, uh, as as our first sort of tech uh, overseas tech hubs in Australia uh, in 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 Australia uh, and and you know the gov uh, you know Rebecca and the team has given us full support as well uh, you know we can't be thankful enough to to all the all the things that they have done uh, you know uh, we we recently signed an office as well uh, in Melbourne Central Tower which you guys have probably known as well uh, and obviously um, the the key is to really you know look at a lot of the our engineering or what we call PTDD product development and and technology talent uh in in, in melbourne uh, on top of uh, on top of obviously um, uh, you know indonesia as as another big talent of uh, engineering uh, for buka as well uh you know again i think uh, while everyone else is looking at india or or maybe other countries we, we are very excited to to be to be looking at australia because we do feel like um, you know um, the 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 experience of running uh, a lot of unicorns in Australia, those are the engineers that we want, and and hopefully you know that will come to fruition. Uh, you know, again, you know, you've seen some of the big folks that have done it as well, like Square, uh, who, who who has set up operation in Melbourne as well, and 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 obviously that's a good uh, precedent as well, and for us to be to be convinced enough and to be quite certain that you know Melbourne is the way to go.
0: And Willyx talking about talent in other places you are in fact part of that talent pool because you went to Melbourne University and 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 you saw what was happening in the university sector and the kind of training that was available
2: yeah it makes a lot of sense for us because we do have a lot of people from Melbourne from Australia and Melbourne Uni specifically Uh, you know my CEO of Mitra also came from Melbourne uh, you know, who, who essentially runs our entire mom and pop stores uh, operations? I think we have about twenty graduates from Melbourne Uni in Indonesia, so it makes a lot of sense that way. Uh, you know, and also a lot of us are affiliated with Australia in some form or the other. My president uh, had a uh, you know did his PhD in, in University of Sydney, uh, and you know, and a few of the other folks are under BUCA as well that have been quite affiliated in Australia. So, so it makes a lot of sense for us to. You know, and then uh, to be able to to extend our talent in in Australia, and and for us that that uh, you know that just connects, and and also through the networks as well that, that we have, it allows us to be able to speed things up in terms of hiring of our talents faster as well as and and, and you know we have actually managed to do that uh, over the last few months.
0: Thank you so much, Alex, and to Rebecca Hall now. And Rebecca, it must feel like a, a wonderful convergence of. Uh, events in the universe when did you when did your office start talking with Bukalapak about setting up this hub
3: it does indeed Helen I think this is a deeply personal one for me as well having joined the Victorian government uh, only in September 2020 or I should say rejoining and um, uh, government and my predecessors of course um, new Bukalapak and uh, Willix and and many members of the Bukalapak team as, as alumni from Australia. But it was when we actually, during COVID, uh, were connecting with our stakeholders in quite a different way. Uh, Imagine as Commissioner for Victoria, I wasn't even able to get to Indonesia. So we were doing lots of interesting webinars. And um, I think the first time Willicks and I met was on a webinar with um, the Australian Indonesia Youth Association uh, through a Spark Deacon initiative, where we were talking really informally about the challenges of um, entrepreneurship, uh, building innovation ecosystems. And from that, and uh, hearing Willix speak firsthand, um, the team and I were really motivated to be able to see how uh, Victoria and Melbourne could uh, could help Park in, in their expansion initiative. So I think timing was everything. You'd probably agree, Willix, you were still the COO. Then there were some big decisions ahead in terms of um, your your listing and, and your future, but I think um, the, the investments that Victoria has made in terms of creating uh, the state and the city as a tech hub uh, meant that we could go into the conversations uh, with the team with a really strong case and, and I guess um, the case really is about that infrastructure, the ecosystem, but ultimately the talent because uh, we can't run or host a tech hub uh, without that talent to, to drive it, so... Yeah, it was really great timing and delighted to see it come together so quickly. And I happened to be in Melbourne, actually, when uh, when the office was launched earlier this month as well. So just um, sheer luck and great timing as well. And how did the idea evolve for a tech hub?
0: Because there are so many things that could have been done for the collaboration, but why was it thought that the tech hub was the way to go?
3: Yeah, great question, Helen. I think, as um, Willis has pointed out, our experience being home to more than 10 unicorns in Australia and knowing how that ecosystem grows and connects talent. Um, also, knowing that an organization like Bukala Park and many other homegrown innovative firms around Southeast Asia, uh, it's not about moving a headquarters or moving or taking anything away, it's about value adding to the proposition. So the Tech Hub idea, I would say, was definitely in collaboration uh, with the team in Invest Victoria, understanding the pain points for um, what the tech challenges were. Uh, But it had also been happening because of COVID. We we had seen other Tech Hub locations that were having challenges finding the right talent. And uh, we were able to, I guess, show the data and show the the talent tracking of what we could offer in victoria so i think that a key component for us as well is playing into the research and development ecosystem and also creating something which is unique for uh, for victoria so the conversations focused around internet of things um scaling in uh in southeast asia markets and also um, potential r&d collaborations particularly with our universities and i know willix you guys have just signed with um an MOU with uh, with your former university around around that, so not just for talent, but also hopefully for R and D collaboration as well.
0: Well, let's um, now that Rebecca sort of painted an idea of the collaboration and, and what the two countries might share in common. I'm interested to hear from you on the tech landscape in Indonesia at the moment and the sort of environment that you have to ensure Bukalapak survives in.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, um we we're blessed enough to have a, a, a government that's very supporting of startups in Indonesia, as you guys have known. Uh and and that allow us to be able to scale to where we are today. I think it's also quite interesting to see that the amount of uh venture capital investment or demand into the Indonesian tech landscape. Uh and 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 that is quite obvious, you know, every every news you see, everyone raised. Millions of dollars, if not tens, if not hundreds of million dollars. Uh, you know that that shows the the uh, I guess the excitement of 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 outside money into into Indonesian tech and 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 as obviously as you know as that investment grows, um, there is a lot of demand for engineering tech talents in Indonesia. Uh, you know, and 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 you, know, I think the first few that have been able to to hire lots of the good guys are probably the, the four unicorns, right? Which is, you know, us, GoJet, Toco, and, and Trevor and, and a lot of the others as well. Um, and, and, you know, while, while there is a lot of good raw talents, um, you know, um, unfortunately, we don't have the experience of running, you know, multi-billion dollar business, uh, like like the ones you have in the states, uh, in Australia, for example, for the likes of Atlassian, uh, Canva, and those guys, right? And 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 it requires as a result of that some of the talents that you wouldn't be able to to get in Indonesia, and and that's where this Tech Cups comes in very handy for us to be able to get a lot of the the good senior folks in the software architecture, in 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 the engineering leadership, um, and and I think I think that is why. All of this makes sense because again you know uh, a lot of the folks now have joined Bukka in australia you know, used to come from a lot uh, used to come from good um, um uh, some of them from banking like macquarie bank and so on that that you know essentially has 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 had that experience of skill and as a result of that it's, it's always good to to pair that that experience that you wouldn't have otherwise in indonesia into our great raw tellers in indonesia and I think, I think that will be the combination of those two. So again, as Rebecca said, it's not about you know, cannibalizing one way or the other, it's about making sure that there's value adding between the two. Uh, you know, well, well, you know, while we always try to, of course, prefer hiring uh, people based in Indonesia, of course, as it is our headquarter, but sometimes if we can't find, uh, you know, especially the good leader and the, the one that, that has been experienced in many, many years in, in tech industries and scale, Software design and software architecture, and so on. We then have Australia or Melbourne specifically to to look for those talents, and that has worked really well for us. The the combination
1: of both.
0: Yeah, it makes perfect sense, especially when you're uh, you're operating in a more global market, and you're you're operating against some of the big other big tech companies uh, in the region. Um, we've got a couple of really good questions that are, are business oriented, which I'll get to you with um, Willix, they're mainly for you, but I thought it might be helpful to background them by going and just checking with Rebecca on the government process side of things, you know, how Invest Victoria was involved, what sort of were some of the the factors involved in making this decision and, and getting Bookalap up to Australia?
3: Sure, Helen, uh, I guess obviously we we operate within the context of um, the broader Australian proposition for attracting tech and investment into Australia. So acknowledging our colleagues in in AusTrade and the members of the Global Talent Task Force, and we'll hear from Kendall later on in terms of you know overarching uh, engagement. Uh, and then it's up to us as states and territories to identify our value proposition, um, how we can deliver value for investors, and to really chase down those opportunities. So um, for for us, um, you know, even within Australia, obviously, Bukala Park has choices in terms of where they may set up their their talent. Uh, But first and foremost, we need to convince investors from around the world that Australia is is the first choice. Um, Each of us then as states and territories have a range of um, uh, tools and uh, resources at our disposal. So very fortunate to work with a great team in Invest Victoria which has actually scaled up our investment resources for Southeast Asia, particularly because of the growth that we've seen in tech. And so that means a bit of a different approach because tech investment is quite different to other capital-intensive investment. Um, it does require us to be able to have that talent pipeline. So part of what we do is actually supporting the talent pipeline with our um, other agencies in in Victoria. We do also support working alongside the Australian government in terms of. Facilitation services, uh, uh, sometimes incentives to support the establishment and and supporting with business guidance in terms of how to best establish and set up your presence in in Australia.
0: You've mentioned Kendall Draper, so I might just bring her into the conversation, Rebecca. That's a it's a good time to say hello to Kendall, who uh, works with the government's Global Task Force program on finding uh people that you know are great to bring into the country basically and to help these sort of cross regional businesses to grow um kendall i know that you you know you don't just work for invest victoria or bukalapak but can you explain your role in bringing bukalapak to australia
4: absolutely and thanks so much helen Um, it's great to be here today i think a key word that's been thrown around a lot is talent Um, I am the global talent officer for Australia based and responsible for Southeast Asia. And look, the hunt for talent is real. It's ramping up. It's only going to get bigger and bigger. And Australia is no exception to that. So we are looking for the best and the brightest to come to Australia and assist. And I think this is such a great example today of what the Team Australia approach is. So as Rebecca highlighted We're a team Australia, we all work together. So my direct role, while it's just a slight piece in the jigsaw, it's an important piece and we need to be at the table having those conversations early. So I think my specific role in the role of the Global Business and Talent Attraction Task Force is to make sure that we're all connected and having those conversations. So, for example, with Bookla it was I'm pretty passionate about this one because I had a direct involvement, which was great. Um, Seeing unicorns come to Australia from Southeast Asia is so great and expansion is just such a great opportunity. So having those conversations and being able to come up with a plan is so important. And I guess the key thing that we were able to do was assist with the rapid relocation of their essential staff to come to australia for that early phase of establishment
0: okay and then willix i'm going to just throw to you one of the questions from the audience and then we can get back to some of the things that kendall raised because uh, there's obviously a lot of interest in this business decision that Pokalapak has made uh, Question is, why did you pick Victoria of Sydney instead for the tech hub? I'm not sure, perhaps Rebecca might like to say something there. Um, Yeah, I I guess there's, you know, Indonesians know Australia well. They know the cities of Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne. So they're probably thinking, wow, why Melbourne? Why would you choose Melbourne compared to anywhere else in Australia?
2: Well, I think, I mean, obviously from sort of, uh, when, when people think of Australia, uh, those are, are the, the three kind of names that, that popped up. Um, I do think that, first of all, uh, you know, uh, talking to Rebecca and also uh, some of her team members made us realize that, uh, you know, first of all, if you want to set something, you, you need the support of someone who has been there, right? And and, and Rebecca and her team has been really great to, to kind of direct us as well and also to guide us into you know, what, what is the right thing to do and stuff. And then as a result, that we, 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 are, we certainly feel more comfortable um, with the support that they have given us uh, to, to set up the operation in, 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 in Victoria. Now, I mean, of course, the argument is, oh, you know, Sydney probably has better tech and hub and so on. I, I think that that's probably a bit, bit wrong, in my opinion. I mean, um, I don't think that, I think that they're both equally great. Uh, you know, uh, and, and as a result, that's why we chose Victoria because of of, of the great government support. Rebecca and her team have been ca- have been great enough to, to guide us into you know essentially uh, and Kendall as well but to essentially how to set up um, um, uh, the right operation because that is our first venture overseas, right? Uh, you, know, you know, before we have always been based in Indonesia. Now, you know, again, like it, it's not it's a no brainer because you look at it. I mean, you've got Apple, you've got Slack. You've got you know you've got Square. They have operations already in Melbourne, hiring hundreds of engineers, if not more, right? And then separately also, you've got a lot of the other good unicorns that have already been based in Melbourne, right? Redbubble, Kogan, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and 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 the list goes on and on. So so again, uh, you know, and with the great universities like Melbourne, Monash, and so on, again, it's it's not like it's not like one. In my opinion, both are the same sort of have the same. Um, you know, levels of excellence, right? Sydney and Melbourne, and, and and when it comes down to that, then you look at it and you say, well, okay, Victoria. In, in Victoria, there's definitely a lot better in attracting good talents as well because everyone is looking at Sydney, um, uh, and also with and 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 second, and the most important thing is that the government has been really great. I mean, I've been talking to the government of Victoria for many many years, and and you know, and and I think that um, you know the 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 support and and just, you know, the way we could work together is kind of why we make this decision. So, you know, I, I think people will argue that Sydney is better, but I I, I actually doubt that. <laughs> you know For me, it's both are the same. And first of all, if you really want to hire good talents, they can always move to Melbourne. And they wouldn't mind otherwise. Anyway.
0: Thank you, relax Thanks for your honesty. <laughs> I started a mini-wall there, but, you know... Um,
3: Nothing new. Rebecca, would you like to respond to that at all? I'm smiling. I'm saying there's nothing better than a partner <laughs> acknowledging acknowledging that, but also <laughs> acknowledging, you know, we, we in global terms, Australia is still a small market and a small place, so of course we're building off uh, talent a- across the country. I think uh, looking at other external indicators, uh, two things for us. Um, we see, and Savills does a report every year on this, looking at tech cities around the world, and Melbourne is... Australia's only tech city, and we sit in this um, ecosystem as a tech lifestyle city. So it's it, it's a whole other element that plays into, I think, Melbourne and Victoria's livability and uh, how much we're investing in, in that and how important that is to tech talent and um, and tech businesses. Um, and then I also think uh, for us, as Willix has outlined, this is a partnership um, that started uh, long before me and uh, beyond... Um, know the the two of us or the three of us on the panel as individuals so there's many other points of uh, engagement and intersection including you know our digital skills team or our launch Victoria group and our startup uh, ecosystem so I think it's actually making those connections is really invaluable and it's something that uh, we have a whole team behind us who are working with uh, with the Park team and hopefully to identify more opportunities uh, through this process as well
0: thanks rebecca um talking of, about talent we've got a very specific question here about talent um, and it, it, kendall you might be able to answer this a bit as well given that you cover 10 sectors and you know what the demand is there but willik so i'll go to you first uh, this is dita who's from the ken which as you know is an online tech magazine um very strong coverage across asia and particularly india and her question uh, is, how many people are you planning to hire in Australia? Are you mostly looking for software developers? And what about product managers? And then the second bit is around the Indian talent pool. And perhaps why didn't you look more there? But perhaps you already are, I imagine. Would you mind answering uh, those, Wilix?
2: Yeah, sure. I think, first of all, uh, the, uh, we're looking at PTDD, which is product tech, uh, data, and design. So those are the roles that we're looking for in, uh, in 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 Melbourne. Uh, you know, uh, the the plan that we share with Rebecca is that we're planning to obviously ramp up to to hundred in a period of um, uh, three to four years, and that is the plan. Um, and and um, and um, you know, again, uh, obviously you know, that would come to my team essentially being able to convince uh, some of the great graduates um, as well, and also. Uh, uh, experienced uh, software engineers to be able to come to Boa as well so uh, so currently I think um, that is the plan um, and, and and hopefully we'll be able to uh, you know kind of pursue that plan uh, quite effectively um, as opposed to I guess the next question is why not India um, we don't have a t- talents in India uh, I think it's just a, again the different way of thinking I mean if you, you, uh, you know, we like to again what are we looking for, right? I think we're looking for, uh, you know, uh, engineers that we wouldn't be able to hire otherwise. Which is the ones that we're the experts in in, in building a, a scalable technology uh, global, you know, sort of companies like Alessian, uh, you know, Redbubble, and a lot of the other folks, right? And, and 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 as a result, again, Melbourne and Australia, for that matter, makes a lot of sense for us uh, because we're looking for someone who, you know, who, who has that experience. Um, uh, and 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 uh, and and if we look at India, uh, I guess um, you know we, we we prefer Melbourne from 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 that perspective. I guess without without uh, saying too many uh, sort of things around that as well. So again, I think um, for us it makes a lot of sense to 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 have our tech in Melbourne, uh, and also you know um, uh, me and a lot of the other folks in Bukat have also been. Uh, quite affiliated with Australia in one way or the other, so again, it, it makes it easier as well uh, to to have that second tech hubs or second hubs in in Melbourne, say, rather than in India and so on. Uh, you know, and 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 you know, I, I think I can go through again on the economics of the of the study that we have done as well in terms of dollar and, and stuff like that, but probably wouldn't wouldn't talk about it here. But Melbourne, yeah, that's no,
0: fine. And, uh, <laughs> Oh, that is a very good answer, though. Thank you for, for answering that so thoroughly. And, um, you know, it does show, I mean, I always think of, I don't think of Australia as um, a tech hub, but that there, there's my ignorance because we obviously have extremely talented people, perhaps not, you know, huge numbers, but incredibly talented and experienced who are able to provide um, a certain role for certain companies at a certain stage. So, Kendall, can you take us through, when you're handling these sorts of inquiries from bigger countries or people who want to come to Australia, what sort of interest there is in that tech space?
4: Yeah, absolutely, and thanks, Helen. I guess. We all know that Australia is a lifestyle powerhouse. So I don't think you're being naive to think that, Helen. Um, but as a country, Australia really has a clear plan and a blueprint for the future. So the Global Business and Talent Attraction Task Force is really focused on those future facing industries that can inject the greatest value into the Australian economy. So, including things like advanced manufacturing, health, life sciences, financial services, and fintech, renewables, agri food cybersecurity, all these kind of things are so key to build Australia's ecosystem. And I think the critical thing, and this is such a great example, is that diversification, the pandemic has taught us that we need to start thinking about our supply chain resilience and our diversification. So working alongside both local talent and foreign talent in these future-focused industries is going to be such a beneficial thing for Australia, and we're very much focused on that brain gain rather than the brain drain approach. So lots of really exciting opportunities in all of those sectors.
0: Uh, Thanks very much, Kendall. That's fantastic. And I realise I said no one can ask questions yet, but of course that's a silly thing because everyone's asking questions and, of course, I'm looking at them (laughs) taking them. But they're very good questions. And there's there's one about culture, which I really do want to get to. Um, But first, because I think it's irrelevant to the current um, trajectory. Uh, a question from Mohammed Hasib: Can you highlight the main scope of the Tech Hub apart from the local talent? Do you also plan to have collaborations with local startups or SMEs, especially in tech R and D? For instance, on you know AI, predictive modeling, that kind of thing. Do you see collaborations there, Willix and Rebecca? Perhaps to you around you know how you envisage that other um, entities might be involved.
2: Majority of our businesses will be set up in Indonesia. Obviously, uh, the business will always be for Indonesian SMEs. Um, having said that, we obviously partner with Melbourne Uni and uh, you know, and 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 uh, in terms of you, know, you obviously be able to develop some of this technology to offer to the Indonesian SMEs, which is essentially the 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 our vision, which is to 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 empower you know, as many SMEs as we can in Indonesia. So. So, yeah, I think uh, that is probably the answer to that.
3: I think, Helen, from our perspective, it's about the role that Bukala Park can play in the ecosystem. So um, naturally already, um, and I know Vincent, who's leading uh, a lot of the recruitment work for for Willix in, in Australia is connecting with Um, some of our startups with other talent partners with Launch Victoria as well. So I think naturally, and I think that um, not that I'm an expert on the culture of Park, that's definitely Willix, but I think from what I've seen from the top down and all of our interactions is uh, an organisation that's very open to learning and contributing and also uh, understanding um, how to support tech talent whilst they're students as new graduates, and also bringing them back either to Indonesia or to Australia. So, um, I think there's we uh, George uh, introduced and acknowledged the IASEPA agreement, and I think there's a real opportunity here as well to look at skills exchange and tech exchange as well, not just a a hub in a, a hub in Melbourne and you know a, a, a headquarters in in Indonesia, but actually a continually um, uh cycling ecosystem of talent and um projects that we may probably haven't even identified yet Uh, so yeah i think it's a a great foundation and i'm loving the questions too there's lots of um lots of good questions here there's
0: some good ones and i know rebecca um the one thing that does come up is around, and Kendall, you might be able to answer this too, can other people go to each other's countries and work, for instance, If you know, somewhere down the track, would it make it easier for cross-border workplace migration is a question, and that, that's a fair question if you want to work in the region generally.
4: I can jump in on this one, Rebecca. I think, as I highlighted just before, Australia is very much about the brain gain. And I think, as part of that brain gain, is sharing that knowledge and sharing that experience and that talent because. While foreign talent can come to us, Australians are going to learn off that. And I think it's so critical the pandemic has taught us that that we can't be siloed. We need a good balance of that foreign talent and that local talent, and it's all about sharing the knowledge, those collaborations, diversification. It's really something I'm seeing across Southeast Asia, and I think it's a really great way into the future.
0: Cool. Um, Rebecca, do you have a (laughs) moment? Because... With the expansion, there's a question here. With the expansion from Janet uh, Adisawono, what value proposition would you say is Bookalapak bringing to Australia and what factors do you think it will ensure Bookalapak's success here in Australia?
3: Oh, some big, big questions there. <laughs> I, I think for, for us from Victoria, it's about continually adding to uh, our ecosystem and to our global reputation as a tech city and um place for for innovation so our value proposition is uh about continuing to to add to that and you have to invest in that all the time all the way from startups to unicorns to big investors and 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 capital um so uh that's key the second and it's just gone off my screen the second question was around Sorry, I'll see
0: if I can find it. Uh, the, what factors do you think will ensure a Lutbuck's success? And Kendall might even be able to jump in a bit too. And then even Willix. <laughs> Willix answer that as well. I
3: might have a first go, Helen. And then, as you know, I do yeah. need to run because I'm here in Vietnam at the moment about to go and meet some uh, tech unicorns and, and tech startup here as well. So I think Fantastic. the key to success for any tech company at the moment is talent and getting access to that talent, you know, right time, Uh, right place and uh, with the skills that they can hit the ground running. So, you know, we we have made a commitment and make a commitment to any of our companies that choose to come and set up in Victoria that we're going to invest in that talent pipeline with them, uh, but also be using uh, the the knowledge and the networks of uh, companies that choose to come and set up with us to also uh, bring their ways of, uh, of hiring, of Uh, supporting talent and hopefully, as the the previous question as well, hopefully being able to see reciprocal skills exchange as well to sustain that. Fantastic. Thank you, Rebecca. And as she mentioned, we will have to let her go shortly
0: and very much appreciate her time. Thank you so much. Kendall?
4: Yeah, I guess just add thing to what Rebecca Said, um, mm-hmm. I guess the critical thing for me is that Team Australia approach. We need to ha- have a team mentality to this. And it's really important that we're all having the right conversations. So my job is uh, one part of the puzzle, which is assisting those people and making it as streamlined as possible to ensure that companies can get that talent into Australia. So yeah, that's all I would add. Interesting,
0: I think, Willix, that this comes up. You know, there's there's still questions around what is the value proposition. How can you ensure that this is a success? What are your thoughts on that?
2: Um, I mean, uh, sorry, on the on the on the success of the tech hubs is that sort of
0: yeah yeah. How, why are you why are you feeling confident that? Yeah, this would be an I, on, yeah. ongoing.
2: There's also a question like, "Oh, have you not been educated in Australia?" Which is that uh, first of all, the company is running on 2,000 people, right? It's running a democracy way. So first, I cannot, you know, it's just because I want to set up in one country doesn't mean that the, gov- the the board, and you know, there is a governance, right? There's a board of commissioners and there's a board of directors as well. So, right. so it's not my. So decision. it's not
0: just that you want Melbourne coffee all the time.
2: Well, then, then, then Bukat would not be a having a good corporate (laughs) governance that way, right? Or, you know, so again, I think this has gone through a series of, um, I guess, you know, decision-making processes uh, with the data shown as well on the economics of, you know, why A versus B versus C. And as a result, everyone is very supportive to actually have it in in Victoria, including the board uh, of the commissioners and also the board directors and also some of our engineering leaders as well. Um, so I think that will answer that question. Um, so no, not because of that. But I think also ultimately, first of all, I have been, been involved in setting up another tech ups, or not tech ups, another headquarters in, in Australia. Right. And, and you know, and that company is Freelancer.com, uh, which I was uh, very part of the beginning of the company when the company was only five to six people, uh, and that went on to become uh, uh, that went on uh, listed three years later, and so on. Uh, so, so, so I, as a result, that I've had confidence in in the talent uh, of of Australian talents, and 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 for me, again, like you know, um, while looking at it from the outside in, might might be a little bit different, but I'm I'm confident that you know a lot of the talents. <laughs> are almost comparable to silicon valley talents i mean if you look at you know a lot of the global companies out there like canva um you know Atlassian, right and and you know like the person who invented google maps which is also from uh, an aussie engineer like, it's quite obvious that, that this is the second best thing to uh, you know after silicon valley and, and and that's why for us it's a no brainer and while you know again it might it might look very different outside in, right? or be just because you know it is the most livable city in the world. As a result, people might associate it with with not not working hard. But you know, again, the, the results show shows for itself, and the president shows for itself. And that's also why people like Square, Apple, Slack. I mean, all of these are not you know are great companies, and that's why they set up engineering talents there. And, and those are just the list of the very few that I mentioned out of the many. So, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes maybe looking at outside in might might, might have different mentality and, and characteristics, but, but you know, me being there for the last, well, for, for almost 13, 14 years, it's quite obvious that, that the talents there are are comparable to Silicon Valley talents, and that's why we go there.
0: Kendall, what about the, you know, talking about, you know, it's a great start to us, um, it's a great start, there's a need, there's a desire to work together, how do you maintain that momentum, what, um, how does your office help you get key people into the country to help them get set up? And what happens after that?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So as I said, I work for the Global Business and Talent Attraction Task Force. So there's two elements to that task force. We've been established to promote Australia as an attractive destination for exceptional talent, but also those high value businesses. And our role is to assist in bringing this talent and business to Australia, So the way in which we can assist is what's called, for the exceptional talent, there is the Global Talent Visa Program, which is for this individual talent. And what we're looking for is individuals who have an international recognition of outstanding achievement. And what we can offer is priority visa processing to to access permanent residency to Australia, which is a great thing. So I think there was a question in the question box around migration and coming to Australia, the task force is here to assist and make that as streamlined as possible. And I think a benefit of that is that there's a real person myself on the other end of that conversation. So I can come to the table and assist businesses and individuals through the process as much as possible. In terms of the business side, there's a number of things that we can offer from a task force perspective. And where one of those is the assistance with visas, as I mentioned at the start, to assist those critical staff to come to australia for a certain amount of time because we do acknowledge that some of our business visas are only for a short period of time and the establishment of operations it's a longer term period so we can assist companies with that um, process we can also assist with things around the new tax incentive so this a number of budget initiatives were announced by the australian government. And so we can put companies and people in connections with the right people and leaders in the Australian ecosystem to make their relocation to Australia as seamless as possible.
0: And, and help them to stay. All right, well, we had a couple of questions around that, so I hope that answers it. Um, perhaps just let us know in the, in the Q&A. There's also a great um, couple of questions around culture uh, um you know will it work because the cultures the, the business cultures the work cultures of both nations are so very different what's your experience been, Willex? has that been something you have to put a bit more thought into navigating
2: i think it's just a matter of time in my opinion you know like you know if you came if you go to overseas country it will take you years to adapt to it and i think i think for me it's just a matter of time but it's a necessary step to go through, if you if you if you aim to have a global talent and, and not just local talent, so so f- from my experience and, and from our experience, it's just a matter of time that uh, you know that that you'll be able to do that, right? and I think it's a necessary step and milestone as well, so that you can essentially um, hire talents not just from Indonesia but from global um, talents as well to make it a, a you know a truly great company and and um, and um, you know. Um, of 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 course a lot of course our preference will always be indonesian based uh but but again you know having having talents overseas would value add to that as well so 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 that goes hand in hand but but some of the cultures that um you know that when we went through this uh you know it has been months uh to be honest we there are some uh problems but but not not necessarily a major problems for us uh you know i i guess you know uh, um, you know being in the engineering part as well everyone does converse in the same language and whatnot which is programming language so so there's a lot easier as well so so um i think it, it just takes time uh, you're just like you meet partner of your life i mean it will take time for you before you decide that you know you will get used to it so yeah
0: thanks felix and just one final very quick comment from you how happy are you that this has that this has come together that this has worked
2: Yeah, very. I mean, very happy. I think. I think you know, as 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 much as we hate uh, the 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 pandemic, uh, but it also made us realize one thing, which is talent can be everywhere, not just in specific place. And you know, and 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 I think I think we're very happy that we'll be able to look at talents elsewhere. uh, You know, and 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 majority of them do include Indonesian folks that don't want to move just yet to Indonesia. Uh, and and as a result of that, you know, with the hope that later on they will move back and uh, to Indonesia. So 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 this has definitely added a lot of values for us in terms of a company. Uh, and 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 if you ask some of my folks in in, in BUCA as well, they would probably say the same thing.
0: Fantastic, thank you. And that's where we'll have to leave our conversation for now um a lot to get through and we did get through a lot which was great so many more questions of course but it was good to have uh that insight at least and, and really appreciate your time willix uh especially i i can only imagine the, um, how precious, precious your time is now. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for joining us, and we hope to see you again one day soon. And uh, Wilix Hallam, the CEO of Bukalapak, joining us for today's session. Kendall Draper, who's the Global Talent Officer for Southeast Asia, the Australian Department of Home Affairs, and on the Global Talent Attraction Task Force. Thank you so much for your time as well. And of course, we were joined by Rebecca Hall, the Commissioner for Victoria to Southeast Asia with the Victorian government giving us some insight into uh, how hard they worked really to get this Indonesian unicorn to set up a tech hub in uh, Melbourne, Australia. Thank you all very much for your time. Thank you. And now to close today's webinar, we're going to hear from the Executive Director of the Australia Indonesia Centre, Eugene Sebastian.
5: Good afternoon. My name is Eugene Sebastian and I'm the executive director of the Australia-Indonesia Centre. So glad that you can join us today and a special thanks to our speakers, organisers and viewers. A big thank you to Bukalapa CEO Willix, Willix Hallam. Wilix, we really appreciate your time and uh, sharing your insights and plans for Melbourne and, and beyond. When Bukalapa recently announced it had partnered with the Victorian government to create a tech hub in Melbourne, it was appropriate to ask why and what better way to answer this question than with a panel of uh, distinguished speakers. In organizing this event, we're delighted to partner with the Indonesia-Australian Business Council and Global Victoria, the Victorian government's trade and investment body. A special mention and and a big thank you to our good friends, Rebecca, uh, Kendall and George. If if there is an exciting prospect for closer bilateral partnership, it is in the digital economy space. For the Australia-Indonesia Centre, it is an important area of focus. Our researchers are exploring topics like the digital skills needs of enterprises to digital applications in areas like health, uh, transport, uh, logistics, and supply chain. Also a special mention about the work, uh, the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade and Austrade, uh, the work they are doing to ensure that Australian businesses particularly benefit from the huge uh, digital trade opportunities with Indonesia. As mentioned, the new bilateral business uh, development program called Catalyst is just just one example uh, from supporting businesses gain greater market access to uh, exploring some of the digital skills and training opportunities. that. Bukalapa has chosen Melbourne as an Australia base is i think a strategic and far-sighted one. Melbourne is a prominent center of uh, research and education and it has a large local and international talent pool. It is for instance one of the largest destinations for Indonesian students in the world with many studying management, commerce, and technology. So the discussion today on technology, talent, and trade is a timely one. It's especially timely given how the pandemic and technology uh, are changing the way way we work, the way we learn, uh, socialize, and play. So thank you again, and we look forward to more discussions like this. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Dr. Eugene Sebastian, the Executive Director of the Australia Indonesia Centre. And that ends our webinar and panel discussion for today on why an Indonesian tech unicorn is coming to Australia. I hope we answered some of your questions. Um, it was certainly refreshing to hear from the new CEO, Willix Halim, about the business plan, the opportunity and the possibilities. Now, if you would like to have a listen again to the webinar, then we will have it online for you uh, very soon if you go to AustraliaIndonesia.com. That will be available from tomorrow. We'll also have it available as a podcast. And we do have a little survey for you to do. um, If you could help us out, it would be great if you could fill out that survey because we want to make sure that we we keep delivering events that are of interest to you. Lovely to have you with us. Thank you for joining me, Helen Brown, from the Australia-Indonesia Centre and all our guests. And I hope to see you all again soon.